Spinning out of control, here we go Foot to the pedal, till it's touching the metal Let's rock and roll, yeah So they need to get them tigers to screech and I beat them Check the flags, last lap, nobody can beat them It's just that it's a party, put it on in the carpool And hear us talk a lot of NASCAR in the audio Singing loud, we don't just want it out of mode We're getting dirty around here, yeah We're in the mall. We're in the marbles Uh, we're in the marbles In the marbles Hey everybody, welcome to episode 70 of In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan You can find the show account on Twitter and Instagram at In the Marbles Pod My name's Soda, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, that's it. I forget. It's not Twitter anymore. It's X. You can find me on Twitter slash X slash Instagram. Anywhere you can find me at soda underscore Hunter. And I'm Ethan. You can find me on social media at Viva La Ethan. I, I noticed the pause. You thought it's like, he's not really going to go with that take, is it? <laughs> yes, I am. I'm tired of having to do it three or four times in a row. We're just going to take that take and run with it. <laughs> you're good. Yeah, you're good. I tried to mix it up and put the dang show account in the beginning, and I completely screwed up the whole intro twice now. So that's fine. Whatever. Hey. How's it going, man? Oh, not too bad, man. You know what? Uh, you know, I don't know why <laughs> I do this to myself, but I was sitting there waiting to start recording with you, and I was on TikTok. And you know what gets me in my feels? Mm. watching videos of like soldiers coming home to their families and like seeing their reaction. I don't know why, but like five minutes ago I was blubbering, <laughs> like watching my phone, just like in tears because of it. I don't know why I do that to myself. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, you know, we did that once. Uh, my brother, he came back from uh, wherever he was over there. He was in a couple of places, but he came back, uh, we did that with uh, our mom. Once. Oh, that's so surprised awesome. her. Yeah, uh, I'm good. Just getting through the week, having some trouble finding time to record this week. Yeah, between awesome. lightning storms and all sorts of other stuff. So a little late, later than I want to be, but it'll be up a uh, Thursday afternoon sometime. That's all right. But you know what's <laughs> the best news of all? Hmm. School starts tomorrow. I'm so oh, it started last week here. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, it started last Wednesday. Oh, how nice has it been? I, I mean, I'm not here. That's true. I'm at work. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's been better for my wife. She sleeps during the day. Oof, yeah. So I guess Heck it's been yeah. better for her. Um, Yeah, and uh, 70. We're at episode 70. Have you got a driver for 70? I do, yeah. 2007 uh, Nextel Cup Series. Johnny Sauter raised uh, number 70, black and orange, but it was sponsored by Yellow. <laughs> yeah, the Yellow company is always weird with all their orange trucks. 
That's, yeah. Because that's a trucking company. Well, it yeah. was. I think it went bankrupt. But <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's always been weird to me seeing yellow on the side of an orange truck. Um, To, to me, the 70 is always going to be J.D. McDuffie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, long time NASCAR driver. I don't think he ever won a race in Cup. But, I mean, he was like out of his own garage building, you know, NASCAR stock cars all the way up until he died in 1991. So he was at, at the track we're coming up on, actually, Watkins Glen. Nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, not, not nice that he, he didn't. I mean, don't say nice that he died at Watkins. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm going to be <laughs> Okay. You aren't listed. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> he died at the track we're coming up on, actually. Nice. Like, what? <laughs> hang on, hang on, let me... Okay, hang on, hang on. Okay, I have to be honest with you. Um, you still weren't listening to me. <laughs> you weren't listening okay. to what I said. Okay, hang on. So, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, hang on. Okay, so um, obviously I wasn't listening. Okay. All right. Hang on. Okay. Let me, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I, let me be honest for a second. I was not listening. I, uh, uh <laughs> you started talking and I, uh, <laughs> I looked over and <laughs> I, I seen that, uh, <laughs> for the, for the third day in a row, I uh, I <laughs> I saw this box that I needed to send to Billy for winning the uh, <laughs> the giveaway this past weekend, <laughs> and I thought to myself, "Man, dang it, Ethan, you <laughs> you forgot to send the box again," and then <laughs> I didn't hear what you were saying. So, uh, listen, that one's on me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I. I Woo! Episode seventy is gonna be a, a doozy, baby. <laughs> Golly. Woo! Okay, so yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not nice that <laughs> he passed away at Watkins Glen. Oh man! Woo! All right. Um, he is. Uh, I'll get back a little bit here. Um, he is the reason why the interloop is there. That that oh. crash is the reason why that interloop exists. Going into turn, whatever they call it this year. Oh yeah, the dog leg. <laughs> yeah, well, like the bus stop interlude. Oh, the bus stop. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of dog legs, uh, I don't know if it's coming through, but my dog is roaming the house right now, and I don't know if you can hear his little claws, his talons click clacking on the floor. But yeah, my kids are playing the new Madden game, the pre the pre order drop today on Wednesday. So you're probably going to hear some screaming and fighting in there in a minute. And I got a three-year-old running around with new Barbies and, you know, because the kids got maddened. So she's got to have Barbies. Um, you're probably going to hear all sorts of stuff on my end too, eventually. So it's all right. So. <laughs> oh God. Ooh, I'm not going to recover from that one, man. Let's, Ooh. um, what you think about uh what you think about the race this weekend? 
Man, at, Andy, at uh, Andy Road Course. You know, well, for one, I'm thankful nobody passed away at it. <laughs> um, I just want to get that clear. Uh, you know, it was it was uh, it was very interesting, and I was pretty locked in on it. Yeah. Um, all day, I was. I had one big, massive, massive question. Um, normally, when we go to ovals, you'll take off in the restart zone, and then you cannot change lanes until you pass the start finish line. And I did not see anybody keeping yeah, through with that. They they changed the rule because they didn't want everybody bunched up all the way to turn one. Gotcha. They they moved the restart zone back. Obviously, it was not because yeah. it was on the front straightaway. Yeah. But they moved it back before the final corner. And it pretty much meant the minute the pace car got off the track, you were going. Is what it looked like. It looked like a dang eye racing race. Because as soon as the pace car gets out of the way, it's a free for all. You go in eye racing. Right. That's kind of what it looked like here. Um, as soon as you got out of the box, it was a free for all. You could do anything you want to. They did that so turn one wouldn't be crazy insane you know and have give us like 15 late race restarts you know like it has been in the past where people were you know purposely missing the corner like austin dillon and ross chastain did last year you know yeah. because it was just too much of a mess um joey logano tried to make turn one a mess once in a while but yeah joey logano had him a day or had him a first few laps and then i, I didn't hear nothing about him the rest of the day yeah my goodness, I I feel like uh, all the Pinson cars were pretty pretty big bulldozers. It seemed like yeah. this this weekend. Yeah, the the whole deal about like oh Ford's on a rise. They won three in a row. It's like no, no RFK won two. They're on the rise, and then you have Michael McDowell, who is a really good road course racer. Yes, and he's always up there in two different types of racetracks. He's always up fighting for like a top five. As super speedways and road courses. And yeah, he's a Ford, but that's not, you think Michael McDowell gets Ford team support? No. I mean, no. no. He even talked about it on, I don't know if it was the Dale Jr. download or he was on a pot. Oh, uh, Actions Detrimental with Danny Hamlin. He was mm. talking about it, how he doesn't have a lot of support from Ford. So the fact that he went out there and was that strong and that dominant was pretty impressive. Just embarrass Ford, honestly. You're not even giving this dude money. He's outrunning all your top teams. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Penske is the top team right now. And where are they? I I in the fantasy cup, I still have three picks for Joey Logano. I don't know when I'm gonna pick him. Well, I, I where should I pick him? Really? Think about it. Where in the world should I pick Joey Joey Logano right now? Or Ryan Blaney. I still have Ryan Blaney, too. Yeah, I think I'm done with Blaney. But, you know, we still have to go to Vegas. I know Fords weren't really that impressive at Vegas, but every time we go to Vegas, I always have to bank on a a Ford. I was thinking maybe Logano for Daytona. Yeah. Just because even if it's a Ford, I mean, that doesn't really mean anything at Daytona and Talladega. It, it's all depending on who you go with and if you have friends. You know, if you have other Fords up there, the Fords are going to dominate. If you have other Toyotas up there, all the Toyotas are going to dominate. That's just how it goes up there. And you never know how it's going to turn out until it actually, you know, pans out that way. Um, 
obviously I could wait until qualifying, but that really doesn't tell me anything at Daytona and Talladega. It's all just, right. and there's no practice at those tracks anyway. So that those are legit the biggest toss ups in the fantasy cup, especially with double points. Right. Those two tracks. So, um, you almost, you almost had your Chase Elliott uh, pick put in for the championship this year for, for the for the yeah. playoffs. You almost did, but I bet you didn't think Michael McDowell was going to spoil it. I did not. I did not think Michael McDowell of all people. And you know what's funny about it is now that I'm working day shift, I don't have the opportunity to watch uh qualifying or practice or any of that so i kind of went in there you know blindly obviously i had my my pick of uh svg long before practice and qualifying um and he was I just solid. Kinda, he was he solid was too. yeah absolutely he was definitely solid didn't do nothing for me in the point standings i went in 11th and i came out 11th well, look, um so it, he didn't do anything for you in the points at least he didn't like kill your points season your entire season in one race yes i can do that on my own yes kyle bush can do it for you hey listen (laughs) (laughs) listen (laughs) i am tired of drew and caitlin they're just bashing on kyle bush well if the dude's down the racetrack once in a while and quit pitting when nobody else out of the race and finished 36th (laughs) <laughs> he blew uh, uh what what was it, a head gasket or something he was still in the top or six when he did that he was i mean yeah. if he would have stayed if he wouldn't have messed up in the corner i, I thought it was a valve spring though um, oh that's what it is yeah but if he could have stayed up there like because he wasn't gonna win by no means at that point of course it it broke when he was the fastest car on the racetrack that's right. how it goes your car always runs best right before it blows up um, I know from experience, the if if he would have been able to stay on the racetrack and not mess up in the corner, then he could have still finished in the top ten. He had a strong enough car with that issue, where and it was no cautions at the end of it. Everybody was all spread out. He could have limped home to a top ten finish. Not yeah. give me a ten point day, just because yeah. that's the lowest points we offer. Yeah. Welcome uh, to my world, pal. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, speaking of, Childress got on the radio because they were talking about what's wrong with the car. And Kyle said what he thought was wrong with it. Childress got on the radio and says, when you come by, I'll listen to it. And he come by you know, and heard the car, and he picked out what was wrong with it. That is some talent. Yes. Just by listening to the car come come down the straightaway at full speed and how the engine just uh, – gets. I heard it on TV. You really couldn't tell a difference, you know? So just, I couldn't tell a difference anyway. The normal person couldn't tell a difference. How about that? Yeah. Instead no. of someone that's works on these engines, you know, I don't know how much he works on the engines nowadays, but he has, Oh, I yeah. mean, he's built these cars from the ground up for got 30 years, almost 40 years now, probably, probably about 40 years. Yeah. Early eighties when he was still racing. So, yeah what what a talent to just listen to the car as it comes by and says yep that's a valve spring he probably picked out the cylinder yeah <laughs> it's, i mean it's unreal like i heard that as well and i was i heard him say something i never heard him say over the radio what it was or what he thought it was uh all i heard was 
I'll listen to the engine when you come by. And then I was like, well, how, you know, like, how are you going to do Like, what's that going to do? I guarantee then, when he heard it, he knew what it was. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, we, we just didn't hear oh, <laughs> He's fantastic. Like, he is amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a reason why Earnhardt won so many dang championships with him. Yep, for sure. You know, it's just it's how it is. Um, Yeah, I, I heard that and I thought, man, that is, that is something else because you just – you don't get that in the sport too much anymore. Right. Yeah. Nowadays it's all look at the telemetry. I, that's one. I, I will say this about the new car. I hate that. I hate that. There's so much information being shot back to the teams because of computers and telemetry and all that. And as far as like how, how hard you're pressing the gas, how hard you're pressing the brakes, the steering, you see all of it. Everything yeah. the car does, every inch the car moves is shot back to the teams on a laptop. And not only your team, but every other team is all shared with everybody. So if mm-hmm. you got an advantage because you're driving turn one a certain way that nobody else is, everybody's going to look at that computer and say, oh, he's doing this, do that. I can't stand that about this new car. Right. I can't stand it. And I don't think it's just this car specifically as a, as it's just NASCAR allowing all the information to be shared like that. I would refuse. <laughs> if I could get away with not sharing it or if I could hack it and send false information, <laughs> yeah. I would so do that because I don't want nobody to know what I'm doing. <laughs> you, I mean, you say what I mean, right? I can't. Oh yeah. 100%. I yeah. I mean, I know that's got to rub you the wrong way about this car. You know, I, I'm not in the situation, so I, I can't, I don't know. I just, I wish things were a little bit more secretive. You know, for sure. I wish you could keep secrets. Yeah. That's the thing. If you want to be secretive or if you want to be open and just share it with everybody what's going on, that's fine. But if you want to keep your information to yourself, you should be allowed to. Especially this close to the playoffs. Yeah. You cut that crap off when you get to Daytona. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that's kind of what I meant was like, yeah, you know, help your your teammates and stuff, you know, up until like the well, cutoff, like Daytona. And then after that, it's, it's gloves off. It's do your thing, man. That's the thing though. It's not just teammates. That's it's like true, yeah. Hendrick can look at Gibbs's information. Yeah. Because it's all shared. And that, that's what really, that's, that's the part that rubs me the wrong way. If, if the, if it's a team order where all the team sees everything inside the team, that's one thing. But when I can pull up as a Hendrick crew chief, I can pull up Denny Hamlin's info and how he's driving, how he's attacking the corners and whether he's shifting and how, you know, everything about his car, absolutely everything about his car and how it's driving and what he's doing to manipulate it. If I can pull that up as a Hendrick crew chief, that's not fair. Yeah. But I mean, everybody's doing it, so it's fair, but it's not fair. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I understand. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Um, is there really, I got a question for you. Yeah. Should we go to the oval next year? Yes. 100, 1000% yes. Should we completely give up the Indy road course? 100%, 1000% yes. You don't think there could be room for both? No. I feel like we could have both. Okay. That's, I mean, I'm okay with that. I want the oval. I absolutely want the oval. Yeah. And I want it now. 
at the Brickyard time, like the August timeline. I want yes. that. But if we have like a, I don't know, an early March indie row course, since, you know, May is covered at indie, right? Yeah. But if we have like a, a, a mid-March, maybe late-March indie road course, I won't hate that. Because, I mean, I'm, we can't lie to ourselves. The past three years, it's put on some pretty good racing. Yeah, okay. So the only way I'd be okay with this is, for one, stemming back to Auto Club Speedway. I love that racetrack. I'm very upset that it's not going to be a thing anymore. But they're turning that two-mile racetrack into a short track, supposedly. I haven't heard nothing about it, so I really don't think uh, Yeah, happen. I don't even know. What's, I have no idea. But if you want the Indy road course, I'm okay with that. I don't really necessarily care for that. Um, but they replace Coda. See, I, 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 I last season I would have been like, Oh, 100% do that now. Like after playing Coda on the video games and stuff, and it is right there in Austin, Texas for me. So it's somewhat driving distance. Um, I, I kind of like Coda. I kind of like Coda a little bit. It's just a little outrageous. Like it's way too big. It is for me. It um, is. <laughs> so, what I if you want both, if you want the oval, if you want the uh, road course at Indianapolis, this is what I would like it to happen. You have the Daytona 500 next week, Indy Road Course. Keep the oval where it's at, like you know, this time of the year, because I think that's perfect. <laughs> That well, would be the only way. The, the, the only problem with that is the Daytona 500 is in February. That means the next race is either in February or early March. It snows up in Indianapolis. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think <laughs> that about early. that. I, so I'm thinking late March. Yeah. You know, give it another month where you're looking at 50 degree weather instead of, you know, 30 with chance of snow. But yeah, that's true. It would be interesting if they put the oval like that, though, and you go from Daytona to Indianapolis Motor Speedway oval back yeah. to back that would be that would be wild yeah you know but i i know they like to space some things out but man what a what a momentum getter for your season right yeah you go right from you know the pinnacle of you know stock car racing to the pinnacle of auto racing in general yeah back to back like that what a crazy way to start the season it would be but I'm, I think there's room for both. I think they, I kind of, I'm not hating on Indy road course anymore, but I, I want the oval over the Indy road course, but I, I wish we could have both if I'm being honest. I could, I could see that. I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be completely upset with that. Um, I'm just kind of, I feel like the Indy road course just, it doesn't do much for me whatsoever, but you are right. I will agree with you. It has definitely, it definitely adds a lot of drama mm -hmm. for sure. It always has something coming out of it that it's like, Whoa, okay, cool. Like whether it's an unknown number or unknown number, look at me. Uh, well, look at the last three drivers that won it. Right. AJ yeah. Allmendinger, Tyler Reddick and Michael McDowell. Yeah. Those are not your everyday winners. Yeah. You know, I mean, how many times has AJ won? I, I mean, uh, twice. So that same with McDowell. And Tyler Reddick hasn't won that many more times than that. I think he has four. I I don't know. Yeah, I, I know he four. won 
Coda this year, and he won two of them last year. Did he win another one this year? Oh, maybe, maybe it's either three or four. It's it's somewhere yeah. in that area. Not not your everyday winners. Yeah, and it's I don't know. I just it's interesting, especially when you know something wild happens, like they mess up the dang, you know, uh, curbing, <laughs> since yeah, since cars flying into the. <laughs> to the <Oof>. the tire, <laughs> yeah. My they goodness. they fixed that this year by just putting these massive like you know speed bumps. Yeah. Did you see uh, some of these cars going um, at slower speeds over them? How violent they actually were. Yeah, it was <laughs> shake rattle and roll, baby. My goodness. So no wonder Logano jumped the curb and ran into Justin Haley. Poor Justin Haley. He had a good car man. Already. I'll tell you, I was I was excited to see what he could do after finishing second in, at the uh, uh, Chicago mm-hmm. Street Course. I was really excited. I was kind of pulling for him, but I mean, to get taken out of the race would be horrible. But to get taken out on the first or second lap is just miserable. It's like, man, why did I even waste my time? Um, one thing real quick, I told you that SVG wasn't going to be as competitive here as he was at Chicago, and I knew that. I knew that I was just more hoping for a top five. <laughs> um, I really wish that Kyle Bush would have stayed on track. Yeah, we talked about it. Uh, <laughs> we already talked about it. Move on. <laughs> dude, let's go into the fantasy cup real quick. All right. Let's go ahead and pull that band-aid off. Let's go, let's go ahead and do it. We got a new points leader again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Still yes, a pretty did. slim margin. Yeah, Justin took over the top spot, only has a four-point lead over second-place Matt. Drew is third. Jessica is fourth. Uh, John Brown, who I will be uh, carpooling with tomorrow for the SRX race, uh, he will. He is in fifth. Nicole, sixth. Billy, who won, uh, is seventh. Josh, who is also going to be at the uh, SRX race tomorrow. He is setting an eighth. Did you Rock skip is... me? No. No, you no, no. skip me? You just haven't gotten to me yet? Yep. Nope. Uh, Rock <clears throat> is ninth. Soda, you are. You have fallen from what? Fourth? Yeah, fourth. Third. Two weeks ago. Fourth all the way to 10. Yeah. And your boy, me, I am breathing down your neck because I am solidly, I am holding the 11th place down (laughs) like I'm sitting on the couch. It is going nowhere. Uh, I am setting 11th. RJ is 12th. Tim, 13th. Caitlin, 14th. Joe, 15th. Jody, 16th. And newcomer Ryan. Let's talk about that for a second. My goodness. (laughs) He made in the marbles fantasy cup history by declaring entry this late into um, the season. Are you going to say that he won in his first race and that that's history? Because that's not history. What do you mean? I did that. Oh my God, you totally did, didn't you? I picked Cent- and, and a, um, probably a more obscure driver to pick yeah. than the Dow. Yeah. I picked Cendric to win the Daytona 500 in our very first race. And I, it happened. Oh, my goodness. You are absolutely right. Don't uh, be throwing all this history making stuff out there when history's already been made. Yeah. If he, wins, if he wins next week, you know, I'll, I'll give it to him. That is actually very, very true. But he he still made history. <laughs> He's the only participant in, in the Marbles Fantasy Cup history to win on his birthday. 
Okay, I'll give you that. So, still history making. That was awfully impressive. I know when Billy and uh, Ryan both submitted their picks for this past weekend, I was like, okay, you want to go with McDowell? All right. Just, you know, thinking like, oh my gosh, like, wow. I, I, the I debated it. Me and Nicole both debated uh, picking McDowell. And she, yeah. in fact, she said it straight up. <laughs> she said it. It's like, for everything I'm seeing is McDowell's the best pick. It's like, oh. He would be solid. I said he would be a solid top five. I don't know if he can actually race and stay ahead of people like SVG or Chase Elliott or Tyler Reddick. Like, I don't know if he could actually like be fast enough or good enough to stay in front of them, but he will be a solid top five as long as he doesn't have problems. But yeah. she went with SVG, and if she would have went with um, McDowell, she would have been third. Mm. She would have dropped Drew down a spot. So that's pretty, pretty interesting. Not like SVG had a bad day. He had a tenth, didn't he? Tenth or ninth, yeah, right? Tenth. So yeah, I mean that's solid. I, I I take a tenth. Yeah, I I have to at this point because you know points. For my season, you know the old saying: you win some, you lose some. Well, for my season, it's you lose some, and then you lose some more. Um, I'm not doing well. <laughs> I am not doing well at all, but I'm pretty confident. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not confident. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know what's going on. How far behind me are you? Uh, let me pull it up real fast. Uh, you have, you are behind 159 points now, and I am behind 163, so less than God. five. Welcome. Like, I just want to be like, hey, man, get if out of you my bathroom. Pass me. I'm going to be so <laughs> mad. I've been mean? ahead of you and in the top five just about all year. Yeah. And if Kyle Bush allows it to where you pass me, I don't even yeah. know what I'll do. Oh, well, I'm going to send him a, t- a thank you text for, and- for being bad. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you for screwing up the racing so much that hey. I passed my co-host. Yeah, uh. I mean, that's exactly what it is. Uh, I might have sent a text message to the RCR engine shop and be like, hey, can you do me a favor? Like, Kyle's my guy, but like, I need some help here. You know why? I they're like, him? hey, no problem, fam. I got you. Do you why? know why I picked Kyle Bush? Why? I saw a stat. That's my first problem right there. <laughs> I saw a stat that said this year, the person that has scored the most points on road courses and super speedways, and it wasn't even close, was Kyle Busch. Yes, I saw that exact same stat. That's why I picked him. Yeah. Never again. Well. Because that stat's not true anymore. I'm willing to bet that stat's not true anymore. I'm willing to bet that stat is now belongs to Tyler Reddick or Chase Elliott. Uh, I think it's a good possibility. Mm-hmm. No, nobody with the with the name Kyle is going to be picked by me the rest of the year. I don't care if I do have two more races with them. I don't care if Kyle Larson goes on a three win streak at the end of the year. I'm not picking him. I'll probably I'll probably <laughs> pick him if he wins three in a row. I'll probably pick him with four. Yeah, but I'm not going to be happy about it. Just letting you know. Yeah, no, I mean you finished uh, fourth with Kyle Larson earlier this season. So okay. I don't know why Larson's getting all this hate from you. I it had to be like the one time because it was another one. And I do not think I finished up front either. 21st. Yeah. And I don't think Kyle's allowed me to finish up front at all. 
Yeah, I don't, you know, I was just telling you that I was going to do it off the notebook, but my notebook is actually in the other room. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't, I know I looked at it though, after we had that little uh, conversation on Facebook or whatever, wherever it was that you said that you're not doing Kyle Larson or Kyle Bush for the Kyle, rest of the season. Just was, Kyle's, Kyle's are awful. Kyle's are awful like, race car drivers. That's all I got to say. Oh, I don't know about that, Kyle. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Larson just won the Knoxville Nationals. Kyle Larson, uh, Kyle Bush, Kyle Petty, they're all bad. Oh, well, I mean, there's one out of that group that Just I would them all together. It's the same driver. It's fine. Yeah. Larson sucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know, what's funny is like, I, I think Caitlin Vinsel would also agree with this. Uh, every time I pip Kyle Larson, <laughs> he's, I think, DNF'd. So I, I'm right there with you with the Larson picks. Like, he's just, he's not very beneficial for me, at least this season. Oh, you got anything else you want to talk about with uh, Indy? Uh, well, no, not particularly with Indy. I'm looking through the notes before my phone dies. Uh, no, just uh, with the fantasy cup, just congratulations to Billy and Ryan for uh, both winning. And yeah, that's that's all I got on that. Do you have a prize you want to go ahead and announce for the upcoming fantasy cup at Watkins Glen? Yes. So I'm very excited about this one just because I met this driver. Uh, very excited. So this weekend's race at Watkins Glen, it will be a prize race. The winner of this race will receive a 2020 Haley Deegan number 17 uh, Ford built tough toter. Is that the sponsor? T-O-T-E-R? I have to look at the picture. Toter. I don't know. Toter. Uh, toter. 164 scale die cast truck. 164 uh, scale? 164 scale okay. truck. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's the so small ones for people who don't know. That's that's the little ten dollar ones. Yep. Uh if obviously if there's more than one winner, uh, I'll put all the winner's name in a hat or you know, whatever, and I will draw draw one as the overall winner. But thank you to in the Marbles Fantasy Cup participant Josh J for the donation. All right. Sounds good. Maybe I can finally win something. Yeah. Goodness. Maybe. Well, I mean, I won some cards I mean, earlier this year, I guess, with William Byron. Yeah, I still have I mean, him to pick, too. You have, what, two wins this season? I think so, yeah. I have one. Yeah, I, I, but I should I, have more. I'm, I should have more, too. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, no, I'm... Yeah, man, I do have... So, you know how we were doing the green, red flag, green flag thing? Mm -hmm. So, I think I'm going to change it. Uh, how about full throttle... Or hit the brakes. Okay. <laughs> Just because I could not come up with anything <laughs> anything else. So full throttle, hit the brakes. Uh, Brad Kozlowski and his wife Paige announced that they're having another baby. And it's a boy this time instead of the two girls that they already have. So um, I guess full, full throttle on that one. What? Okay. You, you pose that question or you pose that little statement. Yeah, and they full throttle hit the brakes. Yeah, like I have the option to say no, hit the brakes, don't do it. Well, I mean, I mean <laughs> okay, you could say hit the brakes because I don't want any more Kozlowski's coming up through racing. You know, like it, I, it'll be a boy, right? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, let's face it the 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 um, idea that the girls are going to become race car drivers. That's kind of a slim chance just because that isn't yeah. usually a path they go down. 
as but we the just boy is pro- yeah, yeah, I know that's the one <laughs> in all yeah. three series that everybody knows. That is the one. Yeah. You're right. Danica also sets such a shining example. I guess so. Right. So th- I hope there's so many more of them in the future. I really do. Yes. Yeah. But it's just not typically a path that sh- that they go down. Like doesn't it's Jeff okay. Gordon doesn't Jeff Gordon have daughters too? Yeah. They're not they're not getting into racing as far as I know. I think they're like seven. I think they're older than that. Oh, maybe. I don't know. It doesn't really matter because Brexton Bush is the future of racing. Uh, how either, old is Brexton Bush? Uh what is he? He's <laughs> like nine. Yeah. And he's eight, been racing something. for what, like three or four years? Yeah. I think he started when he was six. So, so that what what's the argument about the girls, Jeff Gordon's girls being like seven if they're only seven? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they should be already racing if they're going to do it. Sure. But it just ain't a path that, that most of the girls want to go down. And if I you completely were, understand that. If you were Jeff Gordon's son, would you want to go into racing with your father's legacy being Heck, that? I'm not anybody's son, and I want to go into racing. Yeah, that's true. If If I had somebody that knew that much about it and had that many connections, heck yeah. Absolutely put me in racing. I don't care what I live up to. I'll be a Kyle Petty to Richard. I don't care. Oof. <laughs> okay, yeah, I get it. Or a junior uh, to senior. Yeah, that's because Dale did. Junior did not live up to his dad. No, a but most popular made... driver. I get it. Everybody loves him, and I understand it. And I know why everybody loves him. I I understand it. I completely understand it. Yeah. But he ain't his, he ain't nowhere near his dad. But he has five times more money than senior ever has which you know granted he only got that money because of his last name and what his dad did but i get that well Um, yeah and and dale senior he got i think he got a lot more money than people think he did because he was the main guy that that like really took off with merchandising yeah like he sold the rights to his name like in 1994 that was like the last year that racing champions or he ever had a die cast in stores until action started putting die casts in stores because he yeah. sold his name to, to action. And from that point on action, RCCA, they only, they were the only people that made Earnhardt die cast. The you know, racing champions, they never made Earnhardt die cast again. Yeah. So I, I mean, he, he was smart enough and he knew so much more about it than everybody else did way earlier in in his career than everybody else did as far as that goes. Yeah. I, I feel like he made more money than we think he did. I, I, I mean, I, I'm i sure he did very, very well for himself, <laughs> for sure. Uh, last week, we did kind of go into it a little bit. I don't really want to go into that subject, but I have a follow-up question. Uh, Noah Gregson requested his release and was granted. Now, this kind of opens the door. I have not seen any rumors until you said something last week about John Hunter Nemechek possibly coming up and replacing Noah next season. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I didn't see that until this week after you said something, and then I started seeing all of it. So my question is, if that that plays out the exact same way, and I'm going to sound very contradicting a little bit. So let's, let's... take a little bit of a rewind through John Hunter Nemechek's career. So he started off uh, racing the number eight 
in the truck series for his dad. Then he went to did he go to Xfinity? I don't know. I don't, I don't really I don't know much about John Honeymatek's career. I just know that lately yeah. he's one of the strongest people in any race he's in. Yeah, for sure. And so I was like, huh, okay. Um, trying to oh, I lost my I lost my spot. Okay. Uh so I'm pretty sure he didn't go to Xfinity. He might have done a couple uh, starts here and there, but then he went to the 38 car, uh, which is owned by wasn't that is that front row? Yes. So the same <laughs> the same race team that just won at mm-hmm. uh, Indy this past weekend with uh, Michael McDowell, but like you know he didn't he floundered very much so. He didn't have very good runs. He was never in contention even with pit strategy. He was just never I mean, spoke about. But in fairness, the only time, the only team over there that actually does anything is the 34. You know, so the 38 doesn't do anything now. That, yeah, that's very, I mean, I'm not going to judge John Hernemachek based on his run in a piece of junk. Right. Just saying. So, okay. And I get that, right? So he went from the eight truck, and then I think he might have skipped Xfinity, went up to the 38, flounder, didn't do that great, uh, didn't have any sort of spectacular runs like you know even Matty D did in the in the 21 at Bristol that one time. He just kind of just he was there. He was what I, what we call in the Walmart world a warm body. Um, so then he takes his career. He says he wants to be competitive. So he goes back over to the truck series with Kyle Busch Motorsports, which a lot of people in NASCAR would consider a demotion. He demoted himself back down to the truck series. You know, had a stellar, didn't win the championship, but won a lot of races. Uh, you know, just spectacular to watch. He was one of my favorites. Then he went to Xfinity series with Joe Gibbs Racing. He Hasn't had the greatest time, but he's still been, you know, he's still actively possibly a, a championship contender here in a couple months in November. Uh, you know, he's always a threat to win all this stuff. Now, next season, if he does, he's going to find himself in the exact same situation as he did when he raced for the 38. Because let's say on a five-star uh, scale, Five being like Hendrick Motorsports, Joe Gibbs Racing, one being nothing. I would, you know, kind of like what NASCAR Heat 5 does. I would consider the front row motorsports, I would say like a two or a three. I would consider Legacy a two. Now, with switching over to Toyota next season, that might bring a whole new opening or a whole new world to that organization. They might come out and John Hunter might win the Daytona 500. I don't know, but the likelihood of that happening is probably slim. I don't think they're going. I think after moving to over to Toyota, it's going to take them a couple seasons for them to be like, okay, here we go. I get it. Okay, this is what we're doing. I don't think they're going to have automatic success. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I hope that, and I, of course, like with the wins and the money and the sponsorships that he's created in the last, I don't know, three years, three seasons that he went from the 38 car in the cup series down to KBM. Now the Joe Gibbs racing the Xfinity. I hope he's not doing all of this just to be settling, you know, 28th, the 35th, every single race like he did before. 
Well, this is what I think is actually happening here. He's a Toyota driver, first and foremost. Yes. He's not a legacy driver. He's not a Kyle Busch Motorsports driver. He's not anybody. He's a Toyota driver. He's got a Toyota contract. I feel that Toyota's behind him. Like, they, they are behind the dude. They and like I would them. Be too. And they're saying, get you up in the cup. We got a seat to fill. We don't want this Chevy dude. You know, kick him to the curb. We got a perfect chance to do it right now. So they did it. We're going to put you in this 42 car, which, by the way, his dad drove a 42. So that's pretty cool. Very cool. He drove the, he drove the, drove the Bell South 42. Um, <clears throat> I feel like the 42, unless they actually do something, but I doubt it. I feel like John Hernandez and the 42 is going to be a placeholder for when a better Toyota ride comes up. Yeah. You know, maybe a future 19. That's exactly what I was about to say. Like, yeah. man, if I think it would have been way, I think what John Hunter Nemechek was probably hoping was that uh, Truex was going to announce that this was his last year. Who's yeah. going to take that 19? Oh, I guess John Hunter Nemechek. But now that that door's closed and that Truex has announced that he is coming back, it's like, okay, I guess I'll go over there, you know? But yeah. we don't know that for, for a fact because obviously, you know, nothing has been confirmed. This is going to be an experience getting here or, or well, the stint with the 42. This is going to be an experience obtaining stint with the 42. Yeah. And once a better Toyota team pops up and Toyota is still backing John Hunter, John Hunter, he'll go to that. Whether it's yeah. the 11, whether it's the 19, you know, whatever, obviously it's probably not going to be the 20 or 54, you know, cause they're probably going to be around for a while. Probably the 19. That's what I'm thinking, but I don't know. Hamlin's Hamlin might be gone this year. Yeah, we don't know. The contract's true. not done, so there's no telling what's going to happen with Hamlin. That is very true. Um, also, a little side note: Jody, the Canadian, uh, he told me that there is absolutely no NASCAR authentics in Canada. Okay. I mean, is that, is, is that weird? Like, you're I talking about I like the 164 scales that you find in Walmart and Target and all that? Yeah. Okay. Like, there's no NASCAR diecast in Canada. I guess just the representation isn't there because the the fan base maybe might not be there so much. I don't know. They have a I race mean, track. Well, they have one race. Yeah, that's true. They have a NASCAR series up there too, and it's like the Penty series. Yes, I believe. Well, Ken Trader just won last night in that series on a dirt track here or somewhere. Yeah, so maybe that's not it. I don't remember the cast car. No. Yeah, there used to be a Canadian style NASCAR. I don't think it was owned by NASCAR, but instead <laughs> of National Association for Soccer, it was the Canadian Association for Soccer Auto Racing. Cat oh, that's car. fantastic. Yeah, look I it up. We would watch that. Yeah, look it up. They <laughs> the cars look similar to NASCAR cars, but they weren't quite the same. Like they were a little more weird looking, you know, as far as yeah. like like a the old Gen 4 car, the twisted sister. It was all like slick and and the, the roof was all like moved off to one side of the car and it was flat on one side, but perfectly round uh, on the other one. You know, it was that like, it's that like weird body manipulation type car. 
this car was like symmetrical, but like that. And oh. it looked weird. As weird as you thought maybe the 2003, 2004 car looks. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, I, I just thought that was the way a NASCAR was. Um, this car looks weirder than that. A cast car, the old cast car, late nineties, early two thousands, probably. I don't I, know if you're looking it up or not, but oh, you do you want me to? No, it's, that's fine. It, it looked like it sounded like you were looking it up. Oh but, um, no, I was <laughs> watching my phone. <laughs> like so you, my, you don't like the way the old uh, Gen Four cars look. Um. So no, I like Gen Four is fine. The Twisted Sister is not my favorite. I do not like. Just my OCD is like, whoa, that's, well, that's Gen right. Four. That's Gen Four because then it like Gen that we're in Gen Seven now. Gen Six was the previous version. Gen Five was the Car Tomorrow version, and Gen Four was the like ninety eight to maybe like yeah ninety eight ninety nine to two thousand seven somewhere in there right, right, or 2008 right before the car tomorrow came along uh, i don't know i think i, I just saw a video uh, on it i think that's what i saw i'm gonna have to uh, i don't know i'm gonna have to do a little bit more research <laughs> like mostly it's just for me it's the front end of the race cars i want to say it was like 2009 era like the way that the like the chevy front ends and the toyota front ends were just so long and they yeah. could you know get and up i just had the big snout yeah like, yeah i know what you're talking about oh god that was so good as i hear jessica pulling in so the dogs are probably gonna go crazy here in a you second you know so when i drove on talladega in yeah. a uh nascar stock car i drove in 2008 so i drove one of those twisted sisters oh that was the that was the car I actually was able to get in and drive around Talladega at 172 miles an hour. I golly. <laughs> I I couldn't even imagine that. If you ever get the money, dude, I I highly suggest it. It was a Dale Jarrett experience. I don't know if they're still around, but NASCAR has an experience themselves too now with that. So I highly recommend that if you got the money. We need to we need to take a break. Okay. And then we can continue on. Um, because I would like to try, try to keep this episode a little short if I can. We're already yeah, almost we're gonna, an hour. <laughs> we're going to wrap it round when we come back after you hear these messages. Well, first, um, I want everybody to check out skinnymixes.com. The fall stuff has arrived. So all the oh. pumpkin stuff, right? So if you're a basic white girl like I am, like you <laughs> and you love your pumpkin now they all the pumpkin syrups are in you know pumpkin mm -hmm. pumpkin cheesecake uh pumpkin latte of oh, lord there's so much so many of them um pumpkin caramel i think is there too go check them out it's for your coffees you're going to find something you like i promise whether it's the pumpkin stuff whether it's any other coffee flavor whether it's flavorings for your water, the, the TikTok water trend that's going on right now, or even flavorings for your alcoholic beverages that are sugar-free. Go check it out, skinnymixes.com. Use code MARBLES at checkout. Get 10% off your first order. The following announcement has been paid for by the Pulling Up a Chair podcast. Tim here, host of the Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shop podcast. 
you're a fan of wrestling figures and the artists that take them to the next level, then I've got a favor to ask of you. Come check out my podcast, Pulling Up a Chair. Each episode, I sit down and talk to figure customizers, figure photographers, set builders, figure collectors, podcasters, and even pro wrestlers. Just search out Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shot wherever you get your podcasts, and I hope you'll join me next time right here on Pulling Up a Chair. So how do you make a commercial about something so random? I don't know. You make it pretty random. That's right. So if you enjoy lots of random stuff like food or top fives. Random facts. Dirty facts. I try to keep them clean. She tries. Uh, But come listen to Tales from the Estate. We have lots of fun. We try to drop shows every week. Try. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. The The kids are a bear. They are. Uh, But yeah, come listen. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Hi, I'm AJ. I'm Tyler. And I'm Ryan. And we're Three Brews Podcast. We're a show where us three brothers sit down to talk about brews and everything else. Check out our website, threebrewspodcast.com, and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. All right, so what else you got over there? All right, so speed round. Cole Custer penalized for a L1 level penalty following an issue found with the splitter during pre-qualifying inspection. The penalty is a loss of 20 points and five NASCAR playoff points for the driver and owner. I am full throttle because I don't have a dog in that fight. Yeah, same. Uh, Splitter infraction? Yeah. I, I saw the penalty come across, but I didn't read why. Just because, like you, I don't don't care. Yeah, it's really <laughs> not Being that honest. big of a deal. <laughs> uh, so full throttle, hit the brakes. Michael McDowell and Todd Gilliland will be returning to Front Row Motorsports in 2024, both of them full-time. I I feel like you could have done better than Todd Gilliland. Yeah. So I guess that's a hit the brakes. They let... They let uh, Oh, what's his name? Oh, what's his name? Zane Smith. Yes. They they let him go. He's going to probably be at Stuart Haas next year now. Probably in the 10 yeah. car. I'm also hit the brakes. I would have loved to see Michael McDowell over in the 10 car. I think that would have been really cool. I think Michael's, I don't know. I feel like Michael's in a good spot. I mean, I don't know if, it, honestly, is he going to do any better in that 10 than he's doing now? Oh, well, that's really true. I never really thought about that. Uh, <laughs> SHR is not doing very well over I think here. he's all right. Let's leave Michael McDowell alone. Let's, let's yes. put a better driver in the 38, and then maybe the whole team will bump up a little bit. Anyway. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> uh, moving on, this little tidbit of information came through from our uh, brand new In the Marbles Fantasy Cup uh, participant, Ryan. He was giving me a little bit of an update on the video game situation so according to mike straw on as uh i guess mike straw is an insider gaming reporter uh he posted on x on what i'm hearing about motorsports games i have messaged or i have messages out to all of my sources on this uh i've reached out to everyone i don't know why this is so weird uh, i've reached out to everyone i know at 
S or M S G M. So I'm guessing that's uh, that's motors games. Yeah. Yeah. Gaming. Um, If I, what I'm hearing is true, the landscape could be changing. So that was really interesting the way, and I might've taken it wrong, but the way I was thinking was like, Ryan kind of had a negative, like maybe there wasn't going to be a NASCAR game. Uh, Obviously NASCAR did announce earlier today that they are going to have like that arcade video game that I have no interest in. I know you don't have any interest in it, but uh, actually what's really interesting about it is right before we started recording as of eight hours ago. Yeah. Eight hours ago, someone on X with the screen name of asteroid four nine one four said NASCAR will be producing their own races in 2025. Why not purchase motorsports games and just make a NASCAR and just have NASCAR produce their own video games as well? What I think all that meant is that somebody's going to buy motorsports games. I don't think it's going to be NASCAR, but I, I mean, I, that no, honestly, that don't make any sense to me. But I feel like it's going to be EA or iRacing. It's going to buy motorsports games. Oh, okay. I that's what I feel like is happening. And I hope it's iRacing, but it's probably going to be EA, honestly. But that's what I think is going to happen with motorsports games. They're getting bought out. I don't, the more I think about it, the less I think it's just a license change. Yeah. Um, I think it's more, you know, substantial with the company. Yeah, I kind of see that happening as well. also, I read on X, I was tweeting with a follower. I don't know what you call him now, but a follower of mine on X right before we started recording. I I don't know. I quote posted. I don't know. I'm trying not to say tweet or Twitter or whatever, but I quote posted uh, something about that arcade. I was like, oh, are you kidding me? That's whatever. I hope this isn't the big NASCAR gaming announcement that they had a couple weeks ago. Someone said, uh, the announcement for the NASCAR video game will be happening next month on the 30th. So maybe that's when they'll announce the change of branding or however they want to go about it. Yeah. I, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't, I have no, no clue what they're going to do. I just know. I don't think motorsports games in its current form is going to have anything to do with it. Yeah, um, I the only reason the only way I'm going to purchase a new NASCAR game is if it has Trucks Xfinity and Cup in the same game. See, I don't it, even care about that. As long as you make that can be downloadable stuff you can get later. You know what I mean? Like if you bought NASCAR Racing 2003, you did. I don't think you had all those series in there. I could be wrong, I, but I really don't think you had all those series. I think those were mods you downloaded. You know, I that that kind of stuff doesn't bother me. I don't yeah. have to have late models and trucks or modifieds and Xfinity and Arca or whatever the series they want. I don't have to have all that. I make the cup really, really good. If you make the cup really, really good. Because the problem is when you throw all those other things in there, if you don't make them all drive completely different and like they're supposed to be driving, there's no point. It's just an aesthetic. And I mean, I don't know if these companies can do that. iRacing can do that, 
But yeah. can iRacing do that on a PS4? Well, it probably won't go back that far. It from now on, it'll probably be made for PS5 and Xbox Series X only. Yeah, honestly, you know. But if if they get this and they actually do make that uh, like different series in there, can they realistically on a console make each one of them in a one single release drive that differently, or would it be a an expansion pack like you buy the $60 game and get a really, really good detailed in-depth cup season and career and paint booth and all that, like really detailed. But then for 20 bucks, here's everything on the same tracks. Like it'll just go with the same tracks, but here's a completely brand new truck model that drives its own way, paints its own way. The races are run its own way. You know, it has a different flow. The drivers act differently. They're more aggressive in the trucks than they are the cup. The drivers will act differently in it, you know, and then here's Xfinity for another $20. I would be more interested in that just because they would be done right. As opposed to everybody just being thrown together. Like, I'm sorry, NASCAR Heat 5, uh, those late models are awful. Yeah. They don't drive like dirt track cars. Not at all. Especially since I just got a dirt track racing game. I know they don't drive like dirt track cars. <laughs> yeah, that actually reminds me. Uh, really fast to wrap up the NASCAR video game thing. I The thing, the reason that I am such an advocate for having Trucks, Xfinity, and Cup Series in one game is I really like the aspect of fighting to the top type thing. Like starting out, you know, Truck Series driver, making your way up to Xfinity, and then all the way up to Cup. So I kind of want that aspect of it, but if it's like what you're saying is like a future DLC for 20 bucks, I would I would be all over that as well. The only... I'm, I'm all for it as long as they can do each series justice and have it like be its own thing. Yes. And not have it just drive like every other series. You know, like... I'm sorry, the way the Cup is right now and the way Xfinity is right now, there's nothing the same on them. Yeah, that's true. And you can't have them driving the same. You know, you have five lugs with one lug. You have a sequential five shift pattern over here to an H pattern, you know, on the floor beside you, you know. You I you have a wider stance with bigger tires and less give in the corners for cup and you have a lot more give with less, uh, is it? It's less horsepower than the cup, isn't it? With Xfinity, uh, yes, yeah. I, I, th- and I feel like that goes back and forth too because of the packages they give cup sometimes. I feel like Xfinity actually has more power than cup sometimes. So I just they got they got to be different. That's it. They just have to be extremely different. Yes. Um, also, moving on, we have two more topics. Uh, this news comes from our friends over at Three Brews Podcast. And man, they made a major, major announcement. And I have a little audio clip. So, um, me... hey, 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 hey. Yeah. We are yeah, family yeah. friendly. It's, yes, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. All right. All right. This is just in the Three Brews Podcast. Myself, Tyler, and AJ officially declare ourselves for the 2024 Into Marvels Cup series fantasy boom so there you have it <laughs> whatever you call it <laughs> whatever you call it yes that's really really cool that we're going to get more people to join that's really cool i hope they're practicing 
I hope they <laughs> are taking notes. I hope they do some research. That's all I got to say. But I cannot talk smack because I am a man of my word. And I, last week I said, if they enter, if they come to our fantasy, I will go to theirs. Listen, I only know two football players and one's Patrick Mahomes and the other one is uh, Travis Kelsey. I don't know anything else about anything about football. So I am not, I'm just going to kind of, you know, Homer Simpson myself and just kind of like back up into the, into the bushes <laughs> and try to disappear because I don't know anything about football. So <laughs> my trash talking is done. <laughs> um, Speaking about them for a little bit last week, uh, we were talking about country music and stuff and yeah, they called me out because I missed uh, a few names on some, some artists and stuff. I was like, yeah, I don't know people's names, especially when some of them only sing one good song. I'm not going to remember their names. Like, I think I got most of them. I got most of the artists right that we talked about. It was like two I got wrong. So that's what it is. In fact, actually, last week, I think I got the name of the song I heard while I was uh, waiting on the Daytona 500 this year wrong. I want to say it was actually, it was somewhere on a beach, not drunk on a plane. Oh. So somewhere on a beach, that was the song that whoever the artist is that sings that uh, was singing in the infield before the race. Now that I remember it, because I, I thought about that after the episode, I was like, I think I got that wrong. But I did. But anyway, also I got wrong when I'm going to go to the concert. It's not in November. It's in October. Oh, that, that big, you know, Carrie Underwood, Little Big Town, George Strait and uh, Willie Nelson concert in Atlanta. Oh. That is in October. So not that anybody called me out for that. I just wanted to clarify. It. But yeah, I know I'm, I'm bad with names. I'm bad with names. So, it, hey, if you get especially when you start getting into really like niche type music. I just can't, I'm never, never gonna remember anybody's names. Never. But anyway, you got one more. Yes. Uh, so tomorrow night, I'm very excited. My first ever SRX race <laughs> is happening in my neck of the woods, Wheatland, Missouri. So it's about a two hour drive. Uh, I'm picking up John Brown. That's in the fantasy cup series. Uh, we're going to carpool over there and then we're, I, we're, we're going to try to meet up with Josh from the fantasy cup series as well. I, I, we have pits. So like the drivers out of racing tomorrow, Elio Castroneves, Clint Boyer, uh, Marco Andretti, Haley Deegan, Brad Kozlowski, Tony Stewart, Bobby Labonte, Kenny, Kenny Wallace, uh, Ryan Newman, Jonathan Davenport, Ken Trader, and Ernie Francis Jr. Uh, I'm going to, uh, just the NASCAR guys. I don't, I don't, you know, Elio Castaneda's would be cool, but I couldn't tell you what he looks like. <laughs> uh, same way with Marco Andretti, but Clint Boyer, uh, I'm okay with not meeting Haley Deegan. I've met her twice now. Uh, Brad Kozlowski is a must. I really want to meet him. Tony Stewart's a must. Bobby the is an absolute must. Kenny Wallace, kid trader are must, but I've met him before, but I, it was before, like I was just a kid. So I never got a picture with him or anything. Uh, Ryan Newman obviously is, you know, a must. Uh, Davenport, it's whatever. Pretty sure he's going to win the race because he is fantastic at Lucas Oil Speedway. So uh, really excited about that. Really excited to 
go to this you know event with some friends and meet some friends there and there's a whole bunch of, of my friends that's going to be down there so jo- uh, john and i are going to get in the pits and we're going to try to hunt down some drivers and get some pictures this is what you do go to a hobby lobby or a michael's or whatever you have near you right get a good um probably green a good Thin, fine tip green paint pen. Take the Haley Deegan 164 scale truck with you. See if you can get her to sign it. To give away. That's good. If you happen to run into her, say, do you mind? Just real quick, do you mind? Just one little signature on this. Just got to have that paint pen prep ready to go. Yeah, that is a really good idea. Um, Listen, you've never been to Southeast Kansas, have you? Uh, no, not so. I've rode through, not you know. Have you? I've, I've been a truck driver. Uh, you went through Southeast Kansas? I went through Kansas plenty of times. I don't know if it was Southeast, but I went through Kansas plenty of times. Cool. Um, so the closest Hobby Lobby is about three hours away. Okay. So we're probably going to look at maybe a silver Sharpie. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to go it down that way, but like I don't have paint pens. <laughs> In my one entry, one exit Walmart. Well, you're, uh, yeah, actually, there are there are paint pens at that Walmart. I'm sure there probably are because I think our one door Walmart has paint pens. They're in the craft section. Yeah, you go and just 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 look for a minute. I if will you happen to, to go. There. If you happen to go, just look just for a minute. See if you see them over there in the crafts. Because there's, there's like four or five aisles over there where you got the, you know, all the stuff where you like scrapbook and junk like that. There's a little section with paint pens in there near the Sharpies. So just, I'll just throw okay. it out there if you, if you can. Yeah. If not, you know, still, we're, we're going to give away the Haley Deegan regardless. Yeah, for sure. I will definitely take uh, the Haley Deegan and... I'll take some other stuff that might be coming that will be coming up in future giveaways. Um, let's talk real quick about the Glen and then we need to get out of here. Okay. So the go go bowling. That's such a bad name. It used to be called the butt at the Glen. Um, the go bowling at the Glen is this weekend. Yes. It's notoriously been like one of my favorite road courses. Because it races like a super speedway. Like it's a it's a it's a big track, a, a speed road course. Yes. That's what it is. A lot of heavy braking, a lot of fast speeds. And it's actually home to one of the best NASCAR races I think we've ever seen. Yeah. Between Brad Keselowski and Marcus Ambrose. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. That what a good race though. Oh. That last lap was incredible yeah i know i didn't kyle, kyle bush had a problem seeing that too didn't he? yeah no, kyle got taken out that's what <laughs> happened that's but the what problem. a good race though oh my gosh what a good race they were just all over the place he's like there's no way he's gonna you know oh he just passed him it's over no wait he slid up the track now he passed him back no he slept the track he passed him back you know just constantly just man everybody needs to go back and watch that last lap i forgot what year it is oh seven maybe or maybe ten I don't remember. It was I somewhere in the late 2000s. 2000s. Yeah, 2011. Mm-hmm. Some of the late 10s or early early 10s. Yeah, it's either 11 or 12, one of those years. 
Uh, it's a car tomorrow, I think, if I remember correctly. I think it was the next, the gen after that. That's 13. The gen after car tomorrow is 13. Uh, because car tomorrow isn't just the car with the wing, because they took the wing off and put the spoiler back, but it's still the car tomorrow. It was still that big boxy thing up until they unveiled the Camaro and raced it in 13 when all yeah. the cars got the redesign in 13. Uh, that was Gen 6. Gen 5 was a car tomorrow. That was from 2000, whenever it was, Kyle Busch won the first race with it, to 2012. Well, Kyle Busch won Watkins Glen in 2013. So That was the new yeah. or that, that Yeah, the, the newer car. That wasn't the car tomorrow. I don't... Uh, well, maybe it was COT. I don't think it was, but it might have been. I think it was just because of the way they were beating on each other. Like the car seemed stout, you know. I but I don't remember if it had the wing on it or not. But it was a uh, man, what a crazy race! But Watkins Glen's always been one of my favorite races. When I was a kid, my grandmother actually taped because I didn't have cable. My grandmother has had Prime Star back in the day, like before it was uh, Direct TV or anything. It was Prime Star. That was the first real satellite company I knew, and. She taped two races for me and put them on one VHS for me. And I wore it out watching these two races. One was the Bush Series 1993 IRP. And that was one that uh, had Warburton in it and the number two Hardy's car. Michael Waltrip was in it. Terry Labonte raced in the race. Ernie Irvin raced in the Kodak Fun Saver car. And Tracy Leslie won the race. I've probably never heard of it, but Tracy Leslie won the race in that Red 72. And then Watkins Glen came on after it. I think it happened on the same weekend because they weren't racing in Indy yet. So Watkins Glen came on after it. And that was a really good race. It had a crazy wreck where Rick Mass went off in one of the last turns and hit the tire barrier and spun through the air. And you had um, Dale Earnhardt and Kyle Petty racing for the win near the end of the race. And they hit each other and they both spun out. Mark Martin passed them both and won the race. And I, like I said, I wore that tape out. I probably saw that race a hundred times. And from that point on, just for some reason, Watkins Glen is probably one. It's probably the, my favorite road course on the whole schedule, honestly. So I know Rusty Wallace. I agree. Always had a really good luck with there, there too. But, um, you don't like Watkins Glen, do you? Uh, I would prefer Sonoma. Hmm. out of the and two yeah. historic road courses if it's like a road course in general it's charlotte roval all day yeah okay i see that you like the <sighs> chaos i do yeah um watkins Glen can do that though it can do chaos pretty oh, good yeah. <laughs> yeah you've seen oh some of the nasty yes. crashes they've had because these, yeah. these guardrails, they bounce cars back into the uh, onto the racetrack, and I, I know like David Rudeman had a nasty crash oh. there. Jeff Gordon and Jeff Burton had a nasty crash there once. I think uh, is it Brendan Gone had a real nasty crash coming off the final corner. Yeah, there's a a bunch of like Jimmy. This is the one where Jimmy Johnson went flying off into the the foam barriers. Look like he killed himself and come out and sit on the car with his arms up in the air. Yeah, Jimmy went and high five 
Jesus himself, man. <laughs> like it was, it was wild. Yeah. I mean, this racetrack is fantastic and I'm very excited to watch it. As like I said, it's always been one of my favorites. Um, you got any, are you going to announce anybody or are you going to wait for my pick? Yeah. Are you going to wait and see how practices and stuff? Oh, it's Chase Elliott all day. <laughs> <laughs> this is where Chase Elliott got his first win in the cup series. Uh, I know he's, yeah. he's not batting very well with this uh, next gen car with road courses, but that ends this weekend at Watkins Glen. Chase Elliott wins this race. will qualify for the uh, 2023 playoffs. I will, Hopefully, not be setting eleventh or lower in the po- in the fantasy cup series. Uh, well, after I hope this you're week. not any higher than me. Well, better pick Chase Elliott. If I pick Chase Elliott, you can't you can't pass me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> then we both can win. How about that? Well, then where's the diecast gonna go? Well, if if we both win, it's coming to me. Yeah, I like nobody else is gonna pick Chase Elliott. Yeah, I know, right? Like half the field ain't gonna pick Chase Elliott this weekend. You're gonna have four or five Michael McDowell picks. You're gonna have four or five Chase Elliott oh, picks, and make yeah, for sure. Yes, somebody gonna pick Harrison Burr. <laughs> yes, hey, I mean that's a great strategy. <laughs> Didn't pay out very well, but you know what? Hey, good for you. I think that was, uh, I believe that was, I think that was Jody. I think so. I think Jody. It, uh, I mean, hey. You know what? You saved the pick for later. That's right. You know, it's if, if you don't have a right. shot, if you don't have like a realistic shot at the title, you know, you save a. I don't know, you save a pick later when people aren't going to have all the big picks. Yeah. You know, and maybe you'll get a good prize later. It was, I think that was a very strategic pick mm-hmm. on Jody's part. Because remember, Jody, Jody came in at like week four or something. Like he came in like after everybody else. But I mean, he's been very strategic with his picks. And I, I, I'm sure that he's going to have a wild run in the playoffs. Um, one, one more thing real quick before we, uh, before we close out the show, I'm just curious if you've seen it. Have you seen the ego car? Yes. It's been all over my, my Twitter. So I know you've had yes. to seen it. So it's, it's not exactly ego. It's Sugarland shines, which is moonshine. It is an ego flavored sipping syrup is what they call it. Because it's not really moonshine. It's like a creamy liqueur moonshine. They call it sipping syrups. I know because I, I I had gotten some. I got some pumpkin one last time I went to uh, Gatlinburg. Because that's where they're based out of. And I got to say, I really wish that we had some of this stuff around here. Because I would buy it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Ego flavored moonshine. I mean, oh, come on. Is that what you're... Oh, what? That you're not listening. You still not listening. I'm so sorry. No, no, <laughs> no. I was so I was look uh getting X pulled up so I could look at the paint scheme as you're talking about it. Um, but it's, but now it's oh, Ego it branded really? Sugarland shines moonshine. That explains the uh, mason jar. Yes, yeah, <laughs> on the car. That's awesome. Wow, it is awesome, isn't it? I mean, you just That's, thought it was an ego like a waffle wow. car, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly I, what I did. I yeah, hope, I looked at it. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And I, I hope they have some somewhere outside the track that where you can try it. I hope for the fans they have something set up out there because they have that kind of the sponsor tents and stuff like that where you get free samples, not free samples of moonshine, I'm sure, but where you get chances to like buy some of that kind of stuff. I hope they have. I hope Sugarlands has something set up up there for them. 
Because, yeah. I mean, you got to have your product out there, right? Yeah, and for sure. We have a place here in Atmore that, or I'm sorry, just so where I live, I guess it don't matter. Uh, here in Atmore, just down the road from where I live, there's a place that actually does sell Sugarland Shines, but it's just one flavor. I think it's a oh. uh, butter pecan. I think that's the only one they they sell. But that, I know I but, never, I'm not going to see that down here. But if you don't like, what did you call it? Sugar pecan? Is that what you just said? Butter pecan. Butter pecan. If you don't like that, you could also go to uh, skinnymixes.com and get any sort of flavoring and put it in it. And you can also use, you know, discount code marbles at, at checkout for, you know, 10% off your first order. You know, they actually do have waffle flavored syrups. There you go. They actually do. I remember that now. It was like a, I think it might have been a pumpkin waffle that I got one time, like a pumpkin maple waffle flavored syrup something like that yeah i mean i'm telling you go there they will they have anything you want um but if you if you don't have anything else let's get out of here dude all right sounds good all right we'll get to over the uh podcast drafting partners real quick we got the fully posable wrestling figure podcast uh drunk wrestling history side project with scott doing the favor with eric and barry and their fan duel fantasy coming up pretty soon uh, Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. They just dropped a new episode recently, too. It's like in the next, last day or two, so go check them out. Uh, Howling with the Wolf with Jason Wolf and also his Chop Shop. I've got six action figures coming pretty soon. Um, Magic in the Mouse is a Disney World podcast, and they also have a YouTube channel called Anyone Can Cook where they recreate Disney World recipes. And who do you got, Ethan? All right. Well, my phone just died. So this is off of memory. Uh, as always, Breaker and Bane's Power Hour still MIA. I'm about to put them on, you know, a logo on like a milk carton or something because I'm missing my Power Hour. Wondering where it's where it's at. Um, but don't worry. Go listen to the archives of You Know It's Fake, right? Saturday Morning Rumble Wheel with Brian Breaker and Daniel Cross. TV Toycast with Brian Breaker and Jeff Toon for the time being filling in for Travis Fowler. Uh, I know it's on sabbatical, but no holes barred with bill Benis, who's also coming out with a new book go check that out um <laughs> uh, you heard the commercial earlier go check out tales from the estate with drew and caitlin with cameos from rocco and cole uh one of my absolute favorite favorite podcasts like tales from the estate you also heard pulling up a chair uh with our friend tim at a chair shot new episode dropped today a new episode how exciting is that? I have not listened yet, but I absolutely <laughs> will be. Uh, also, Three Brewers Podcast with Ryan, Tyler, and AJ. You heard their commercial earlier as well. Um, I, I love talking smack with them, but man, it's it's such a quality, such a good, uh, wholesome, no profanity type of podcast. <laughs> it's like you should play that podcast on loudspeaker at church um, just to put a little razzle dazzle in your day. Don't do that for the love of God himself. Don't do that. But go check out Three Brews Podcast with Ryan Tyler and AJ. Reffing it up with Brian Hebner. Stolen Gimmicks Pro Wrestling Podcast with Joe and Jordan. And I think that's all I got. Good job. You pretty much read it word for word. From what I Did have I? written, yeah, just about. Heck yeah. I have stolen gimmicks and reffing it up with Ryan Hefner uh, reversed on my list, but you pretty much read it word for word. Pretty, pretty cool. Boom. There it is. 
All right. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to this week's show. If you would, please rate and review and follow us on all the social media accounts, Twitter and Instagram, at Pod. You can also find us on Facebook. You can email the show at Pod at gmail.com. Check out whatamaneuver.net and click the search by a store tab in the top left corner and search down to end the marvels and you'll find our t-shirts there. It's a great way to support the show. Another great way to support the show is go to skinnymixes.com. Use the code marvels at checkout and get 10% off your first order. And before we get out of here, you got anything you want to add? As always, peace, love, and all the above. And we'll see you next time in the marvels. <laughs> <laughs>